because I want to drive so, across country, but I don't want to do it twice. Here's you know a question mean? you guys might know the answer to. <laughs> Alright, Jason, introduce the podcast. We're gonna have to have like three intros so we can get. Hey, everybody! <coughs> it's hard to talk through my tears of laughing and coughing. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Off the crossbar. That's the name of it. I'm Jason. I'm here with Matt. Talk, Matt. What? And Trevor. Yes. And we're here to talk about soccer. Yeah. And RSL. Hey. Hmm. We need to do some non MLS stuff. Like broaden our horizons. Yeah, let's talk about Syria. But we're all here for the, LOL, the glory of the league. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. glory. We'll of talk the about sport that later. America. But anyways, uh, welcome to tonight's show. Meg couldn't be with us. She said she'll be back next week. Okay, uh, per the usual. Yes. Worst stats girl ever. That's all right. Yeah, not really. brought some variety. The best part is she doesn't actually listen to the show. She'll she'll never say. She'll I don't, know we I don't blame matter. her. This thing's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised anybody listens. Yeah, I don't think anyone does, actually. Uh, Francesca does. That's true. Charles does. He did give us some questions for tonight. Yeah. Which like we appreciate. 10. Yes. Thank yeah. you, Francesca. We've been light on questions recently, so we'll have a genuine question yeah. segment. Uh, Adam Hendrickson hasn't sent us a question. Adam! Or Joe Malbica. Joe! Hey, it's been a couple weeks since we heard from Joe. Joe, are you okay? Joe, are you alive? Do Just, we need uh, to send out... Please send a tweet to us. Sending out an SOS... <laughs> We like to keep things musical. Okay, that's Oh, not. I was like, what are you whistling? Yeah. What is your shirt? It's a Tetris shirt. Oh, oh that's awesome. Yeah. up, down, left, right. Good job, it's... Trevor. Well spotted. You, uh, you, you know, you know Game your Boy. Game Boy well. I, I used to own a Game Boy. Which, I one's, start? Which one's start and which one's select? I'm pretty sure select that start. one is start. Don't tell him, dick. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry. Anyways. So, let's talk about FC Dallas. Do we have wah, to? Wah, wah. <laughs> we won that game, right? We should do the positive spin narrative that is all we've heard. Hashtag well, if there the was one. any team that is going to beat us a man down, it was going to be FC Dallas. Well, it was in Texas. They weren't historically miserable in Texas for whatever reason. Yeah. I'd, I'd, that's probably actually true because they're fast and they bunker well and they defend as a team well. Yeah. But, boy, do I hate positive spins. Yeah, there's not a real positive spin from this match for me, aside from the fact that Olmos Garcia got a goal, and that's always okay. That's a positive spin, that's, right? That's pretty much the only thing I took from that game, is that Garcia got a goal. Um, I also took that we do pretty badly when we're trying to break down a, a team that's playing tight. Oh, shocker. Uh, that's yeah, news. I took that playing three at the back against the fastest team in the league is probably not a good idea when you're a man up <laughs> or not. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, is Kassar totally owned up to that. Like, yeah. all credit to him. I'm not trying to knock Kassar, because he's been awesome this year. And he's he's said it himself. He's learning as he goes. And he even said that was a mistake. Yeah, and, and I mean, we saw it on the goal. Like, Nap Orchards was left without a left back defending. Yeah. Uh, so he was left defending Castillo basically on his own. <coughs> it's, just, it's just a difficult you know, thing to do. Well, and, and this is my favorite, like, fan logic was reading after the game. Oh, man, Borchers is so washed up. He got totally burned by Castillo on that. Literally every center back in the league would have gotten burned by Castillo on that. Yes. Maybe Hamsun Olave like three years ago wouldn't have. Yeah. But that is not a that. Just, that like, is not Matt being that, washed up or old or anything. That's just the other guy being faster. And even, even still, with that 
defending like on that play, he did about as good as you could possibly expect well, yeah. a center back. He forced him and out. I mean, he forced him out. He cut the angle down. Yeah. He just couldn't fall fast enough. I mean, the ball went under his leg. Really, Romando should have saved it. I'm just kidding. That was, totally, <laughs> that was a joke. Yeah, I mean, and and maybe he does in you know fifty times out of a hundred, but but, but at, that's at the same time, great, like, right, yeah, for that, that shot. was. Like you said, that was just Castillo being a great player. And, that, I mean, he's actually that turning into a pretty player. good player. No. He's a good player. He's yeah. really good. Yeah. And he's not going to be here much longer. So. Yeah, I think Dallas might be able to squeeze another year or two out of him. Uh, they weren't able to squeeze another year or two out of Breck Shea. <coughs> I mean, who Well, let's be honest. Worse. If somebody comes to you and says, we'll give you $3 million for Breck Shea, are you going to say no? Um, yeah, probably not. They're like, do you mean <laughs> Monopoly dollars? You're, you're, you're joking, money, right? Are you, this is, are you kidding right now? Uh, are you're financially insolvent, I take it? Like <laughs> No, my, fa- my favorite part of the Brexit transfer was when they made the initial Later. offer, and then MLS was like, no. And then everybody's reaction to that was like, are you kidding? We're trying to finally send... An American developed player to Europe, and you're saying, and then like two My weeks later, we like, sold it for twice what the initial offer was, and everybody's like, "Oh, praise be to MLS, they know what they're doing." My favorite yeah. thing was when people thought Breck Shea was actually going to be a good player in the Premier League. That was my favorite thing. <laughs> he wasn't a good player in MLS, let alone the, like. I mean, he was for he like was. a couple weeks. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and then he just dropped off significantly, and he hasn't recovered since. Though he's just been called back into the national team, so good for him. Which I'm I guess. Stoked for. Did he get called up today? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh my Along God. with Mr. Nick Romano. Is he still with Stoke? Or Technically, Burnley? yes. Or where is he now? No, I, th- I think he is. He's either. Is he playing for Stokes under nineteen team? I think so. Oh, I'm just kidding. No, like seriously, I think like two or three weeks ago there was they had like a U twenty one game, and it yeah. was him and like two other first team guys like coming back from injury that played in that game. Yeah, and, I mean, and that's he just has to learn to play the Stoke that way. That's all it is. He hasn't <laughs> what, adapted really to their system. Terrible. Yeah. Hit it long and uh, no Tony Poulos isn't their manager anymore. And uh, just although he's available now. Long throws. Are Milan still looking for a manager? No, they've got one. But Tony Pulis would probably be better. He, <laughs> he could, could, dude, he could kill it in Syria. Are you kidding me? That guy would win <laughs> ten leagues in a row in Syria. Like, wait, you mean it's okay to just defend, score a goal, and then defend some more? No one's going to criticize. Why didn't I come here sooner? <laughs> yeah. But anyways, back to Dallas. We weren't that great. Dallas played like an Italian team that. <coughs> Well, Here's something that. <laughs> what, 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 what did you guys make of the whole Las Perez fiasco? I can't okay, wait to hear Trevor's opinion. Totally justified. On this. That's my take. Really? Totally justified. Trevor, what do you actually think? Here's the thing. My what favorite, do you actually think? Not what are you going to say, but what do you actually no, think? What I, what I actually think is. <laughs> Here's what I've loved. All right, Sorry so, to interrupt you. No, go ahead. people who are like, I'll how can you thoughts. get a foul called on you? And get a yellow card because that's never happened in the history yeah. of soccer ever. My favorite thing that was like, pretty regularly people calling for a red card for a two-handed shove. Like we see two-handed shoves all the time. Half yeah. the time they don't even see <coughs> a card, let alone that, a yellow card. That was ridiculous. Yeah. The the after the fact, everybody. There's plenty of people who have gotten fouled. There's a whistle, and then they kick out or they do something dumb, and they get a yellow card. It's not the yeah. whole. Kyle Beckman did it like yeah. two weeks ago, and then no the FC Dallas fan who was arguing with me about that, called me a homer because I said, no, that actually happens all the time. He's like, no, you're a homer and a fool. 
Really? Yeah. That was a good voice. Yeah. I wonder if it was the same one that was arguing. Oh, yeah, and then he went, <laughs> and he loaded his shotgun, <laughs> went out and committed some hate crimes afterwards. <laughs> Hashtag banter zone. Yeah. I was going to say maybe he tipped some cows, but... Yeah. Hate crimes. No, here's cows. the That's thing. only a certain colored cows. <laughs> Here's I'm surprised you're not an FC Dallas fan, actually, Trevor. But anyways, <laughs> the the uh, mixed. This cast, is getting right? cut out of the show later. This will be so good. What minute we'd is never this cut, at? So we can... we'd never cut anything out. Yeah. Here, Trevor, what do you actually honestly, think? No, Blas deserved a yellow. Yeah. I can even I can even entertain the thought that maybe he did deserve a yellow for embellishment because he was genuinely shoved. Yeah. And it was as wow. he was getting up, so maybe he's off balance. So, so it caused him to literally flip over in the air. And he did kind of no, kick like, out at the end. He kicked out and held his face. Yeah. But yeah, he wasn't like, touched in the face. I, I, like I'm saying, I can see right. some referees being like, okay, I'm not going to give a second yellow for that. Excuse me. If he didn't Excuse. have a yellow, absolutely every, every referee is probably going to give him a yellow for that, but... I think it was a little bit ballsy of him to give a second yellow. Yeah. It, not incorrect. He definitely earned it, and it was definitely not a wrong call to give him a second yellow. But, yeah. I he figured he'd it. be like, oh, man, Schuller, you shouldn't have gotten that. Schuler probably also That's earned a, a yellow as well, is what I would say. Yeah. Not a red card. Like, it, it's not even a That Schuler, like, kiss blow was just the greatest. That should have been, <laughs> that that the, been the goal of the week. Yeah. <laughs> just so more people could see it. And then Beckerman waving bye to him, like waving goodbye. Oh, I need yeah. to go rewatch that and just take some some gifs and savor it. Yeah, my favorite was right after he shoved him and Bloss goes down. You see Beckerman just like standing there, and he just like puts his arm up, turns over to the referee like yeah, this, they don't. This is, they this aren't is it. fans of one another, Kyle and Bloss. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think they like, hang out a lot outside of the league. I don't think anybody no. is a fan of Bloss. Bloss is Bloss. Probably. I think he Bobby refers to himself in the third person like that. Yeah. Blas doesn't like Zlatan. Like a well, South and Central American or, uh, Zlatan. Or, or Carl Malone. Derek oh, calls himself Blazon. Dare to Blas. And then he just falls over. <laughs> Dare to Blas. And he just falls down. Oh boy. Anyways. Oh boy. That's my Mario impression. What else was not... Here's what I wanted to ask you guys. Yeah. Because I brought this up on Twitter... And nobody actually answered it. it just I probably didn't I think I know you're about to answer. Oh, I had you on mute. But go ahead. Did you really? No. <laughs> it's the Luke Mulholland thing. Oh, if, then no. Keep going. So, well, after maybe. the game, after the game, everyone's like, Luis was terrible. We have to trade Robbie Finley immediately. And then it was, Luke looks tired. Yeah. Like, that. this isn't just related to FC Dallas, but at what point does that, like, be... Because if you're going to call one person in that match terrible, you can't use... He looked tired as an excuse for someone else who played equally bad. Well, see, yeah. that, that's the thing. It's it's just inherent biases that everybody has for different players. I know that I but have more an inherent than one bias person. for Gil. Yeah. I know that I always expect more of Gil. Ned Probably unfairly. Mm-hmm. Ned didn't do a single thing wrong ever. Well, he did kind of give up on that <laughs> second goal. But it's okay, Ned. We forgive you. You've had a long season. But that I think that's mostly Honestly, just what it is. Ned. People have inherent biases... Luke Mulholland bought himself a long leash early on in the season, and I think he's just using Luis, that long leash. Like, earned some sort of leash over. No, yeah, the, and even Luis didn't like, even have a terrible game. He just didn't have like a very penetrative game. And I see your facial reaction. You, you're thinking about sex now, so I know I've lost you. <laughs> no, but, <I'm> not. <laughs> but Luis really like he, he connected everything pretty well. But if he was playing as a deep line midfielder, that's great. But he wasn't, and, and that's I guess where the criticism comes from. And Luke it wasn't, wasn't bad either. I mean, he just yeah. he looked tired. His, his 
his passing was erratic, up you know, in that that upper third. Yeah, uh, everything was very forced was. though. When when I went to eleven versus ten, everything was really forced. It, yeah, it looked like vintage Real Salt Lake. Yeah, which is not a which not is a positive. Get it around the box and pass it around, or yeah. or send a, you know send crosses in wildly. It, it which was vintage, doesn't do any good either. Vintage RSL without Sabo. Yeah, yeah, well, and that's and Jaime hopefully, and that's that's the thing is I just. RSL for the last what three four years has pretty well played the same kind of system. Yeah, and there are teams that figure out that is the most frustrating aspect of that system is that just get it to the box. It's so yeah, it's uh, so easy to defend against it. It's like Arsenal. Honestly, I'm shocked that like more more teams don't. I'm I'm blown away that there are teams that like come here, especially to Salt Lake. Or especially when we play on the well, road, we, we, that can't, that don't just be like, you know, we'll just score a goal and then we'll sit back. But well, the, because that's, that's, that's the scoring secret. the goal, right? Like, <laughs> like it's not a secret. Like any team can score a goal and defend resolutely. Uh, but, but the that, problem but is, it's like, so much more successful with RSL. Like, yeah. it, it seems like that's the one thing we can't do as a team is break down. Oh, we do it all the time. Eight or ten people behind yeah. the ball. We do it all the time, but but when we don't do it, we just look awful. Yeah. But he's, so he's regularly, not. we we because that's what DC were doing. doing. We broke DC down easily. Yeah, that, that's what they were doing. We, we do particularly Seattle poorly too. with this midfield uh, when we're playing teams that that don't you know move around to defend us. When we get movement in the box and, and yeah, and the defend, stayed like very compact. Yeah, exactly. I, Where other teams will play more of a man-to-man marking system with those defenders, and, and we can pull them out of position. You know, Dallas was playing pretty zonally, and it worked out really well for him. And part of that with Dallas is they're so quick on the counter that they can play like that, yeah. and then just expand when they counter, like yeah. the wide or the, But they didn't even. I mean, Castillo's goal—he ran right down the middle of the field. Yeah. So yeah. the only reason he went wide is because Borchers forced him. And yeah. you, 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 you don't have a player like Castillo. You can't really you know, play that sort of system. Yeah. Honestly, it's similar to what LA do against us. That's the way LA defend against us yeah. too. Is they just compact everything, counterattack down the middle. Yeah. And it Landed works. And Robbie Keane, get, you know, and now Zardes. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's fantastic, but we still have a pretty good record against them. Yeah. I mean, but the, against LA? Yeah. A great record against LA, actually. Yeah. Um, but, but really, like, the problem, I think, is just we didn't get that early goal, but we, when we had some chances. Well, and, and that's just it. I think if... And maybe I'm just remembering things selectively, but it seems like Probably. if a team can get a goal and get a lead, yeah. then they can just pack it and they can always defend us. We can't ever break that down. We yeah, can't break that. that we don't play. If, we don't play well from behind. That's actually yeah, yeah, true. That, that, like, that's, yeah, that's, that's what I'm goal, If we like get that. an early goal, then they pack it in and it doesn't matter because we're still going to score two more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, and there are very few teams I think that that really do well with that. And there are teams that are really good in the air. Uh, and teams that are really good at on set pieces. Yeah, and we're getting better at set pieces. Not great, uh, and we're but not, not good in the air anymore. Yeah. We used to be. Hey, we're getting better in the air. Joe Plot is killing it. That's true. <laughs> uh, but he's still Joao. He's still not going to jump. You know, Ecuador international Joao Plata. Yeah, good for him. Called up again uh, for the scallop since 2011 yeah. at a game that happened in I was Toronto. Say congratulations, but I don't know how to say that in Spanish. Congratulations. Um, Feliz Navidad. No. <laughs> Feliz Navidad. Jeez, I should know how to say congratulations. It's Feliz cumpleaños. That's happy birthday. That's happy birthday. Good no- Feliz. Feliz. Happy. Very happy. Yeah. Feliz Plata. <laughs> That's what his name should be, as happy as he always is. Apresiones. 
What? Is that like appreciation? Or maybe it's pregnant? I don't know. Uh, no. Anyway. Let's use thing. the Google machine. I'm, no, I'm, I'm going to beat you. Ooh, I, I don't appreciate you guys wanting to beat each other on the podcast. Oh, it's Felicitaciones. Yeah, that's about right. Felicitaciones. Feliz. Uh, I bet they say Felicitaciones. <laughs> wow. So, uh, I think we're officially the most white podcast on the internet now. <laughs> no, in Italian it's congratulazioni. No, you that don't. That uncreative. It's just like Italian. Congratulazioni. It's just so the word bad. congratulations with some extra letters packed in. That's kind of how back. they do it, you know? Like, they just pack, pack it in. in. The Association. Just pack it in the back. Association in Italian. Pack it in front of gold. I know. It, <laughs> such an uncreative language. Francesco, like, please don't kill us. It's almost like all those languages are descended from the same word. From, language from, or something. from the yeah. same non-Germanic. They've got, they've yeah. got similar roots. That's why English is so cool. We we mix like Germanic origins equally with you know romantic languages. And it's really... That makes for an interesting language, I think. Can't tell you how excited I, I am that we've not delved into linguistics. <laughs> I think it's cool. It's sort of the highlight of the show's existence. Yeah, that's about that, that's about the, like the highlight of my linguistics knowledge. Yeah, so. this is our I legitimately transferred from Blas Perez to linguistics. No, we it's like from Joe Plata to linguistics. Yeah. Well, Let's be honest. Okay. So, what else about FC Dallas? Uh, I don't know. I, I think we learned a lot more about us than we did about FC Dallas. Like we know, FC Dallas can score on the break. We know F- FC Dallas can score on the cap or on. on yeah, the it wasn't settings. anything we didn't know was a thing. Yeah. Are we expecting to see FC Dallas in the playoffs? Yes. I don't know. Oh, are we going to play them? No. I thought you meant are they, are, gonna... are they going to be there? Because realistically, real right question? now we, we have no idea who we're going to play in the playoffs. If we're going to play in the playoffs, we'll be in the playoffs. We'll be in the playoffs. I, I've got I, faith that we will too. Dallas will be in the playoffs. But we I have no idea only, if we're going to be first or fifth. The only spot, yeah, is. I think fifth is too far out of it. I think fifth is going to be not us, obviously. I think it'll but be Portland. Like first through fourth is going to be. Who knows? I mean, it's a mess, and that. It's, I mean, I guess it's the joy of MLS or something. I just it's hope fifth really is Colorado, so that I win a bet with Sam State School. Did you tell them they were going to make the playoffs? Yes. That was a really stupid bet on your part. Well, good job, Terry. Six pack of beer on the line, so. Um, you're gonna wow, have to get it from the Howler offices, apparently. Huge bit. <laughs> Congratulations, Sam. We know you're not listening. School. We need to have Sam on the show. Yeah, I don't think he'll do week? it though. He ignores my tweets. I, I bet we he, get him. He's pretty good at that. Ignoring yeah. tweets. Yeah. Dick. Just kidding, Sam. <laughs> yeah, I wish he was listening. Sam is one of my favorite people to drink Bloody Marys at 10 a.m. in L.A. with. Yes. So there's that. You know, our form has picked up since Sam left, and that's. It, it had that dip. The show or RSL? RSL. We had that dip yeah. after Sam well, left and know, then we recovered. Yeah, like, we, had, we had the post-Sam hangover. It's like the stages yeah. of grief. There's mourning, and then there's acceptance. And then there's excitement about the we, stuff. What? Yeah, that's a stage that's of grief. That's not a stage of grief. It's a, it's a stage excitement. of grief. Excitement. I took a term of psychology <laughs> in high school. I'm pretty sure we didn't talk about that. Well, your psychology <laughs> professor is probably Italian, so. No. They teach psychology in Utah professor? County? Professor? No, this is in high school. <laughs> you went to high school? Yeah. I didn't know about science in Utah County. <laughs> yeah, it, you'd be surprised at the things they allow you to do. My teacher was pretty liberal. Yeah? She, she voted she for George Sherry Bush. She went to Bush BYU, in Idaho. No. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure she went to like USC or something like that. Wow. California A school. foreigner. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. 
Back to the show. Before we say anything, gets us in trouble. <laughs> Again. Again. Oh, right. Yeah. Let's definitely not say anything that will get us in trouble. <laughs> People aren't going to come on the show anymore because they don't want to be affiliated with what we say. You know, since we've been even more outrageous over time, we've actually had better guests. Yeah. We've tracked a better crowd. Yeah. Who do we play next week? San Jose. San Jose. Dallas. No, that's this week. Oh, yeah, then Dallas. We should invite that Dallas fan that I was talking to on Twitter. Or the one I was talking to that, that, you know, at the end of the conversation said, hey, uh, FC Dallas head coach. That's who we should invite. Dave Deere? Yeah. Although he, uh, he apparently likes some of RSL's players for some reason. Maybe having coached Jeff Kassar. Uh, so what were you? Makes a who, difference. What Dallas fan were you? Discussing? Oh, I don't know. But he he uh, ended the conversation with a gif of a bull goring a man. Nice. I promptly blocked him because I thought that was inappropriate, and I don't deal with inappropriate things on Twitter. What are you just talking about? I'm being facetious. <laughs> if you don't deal with inappropriate things on Twitter, why do you have a Twitter? I don't know. Uh, a Twitter. Anyways, I, I have like eighteen accounts. It's awful. That's true. <laughs> None of them I use except Trevor's got two. Main one, but I do have two. Uh, so you can catch up on with two hands on your timelines. Uh, no, because you can only do one timeline at a time. Well, no, if you have another phone, I oh, bet you right, have like right. a, My another phone, phone that I have specifically for the purpose. The one with of the Twitter. good screen. Yeah, that's right. Still need to fix my phone. <laughs> yeah, are you going to do that, Trevor? Yeah, I might. How about when RSL wins a championship? Probably gonna happen before that if I'm honest. I don't think so, I can wait that long. So one thing I'd like to say. What I'm saying is I don't think I can wait until December to um, fix my phone. Well played. Not well played, like sir. I can't. What wait about like when 10 we win the Sporting Shield? Does that count? Again, I can't wait till December or no, I totally end of October. Because I was like eighty percent on the Sporting Shield, yeah. and then we go lose in Dallas. <laughs> well, yeah, and right. like every time me and you watch a match together, and it's not at Rio Tinto, we're we've never won. That's only happened like twice though, right? Yeah, we lost both. Two or three times. Six goals allowed, one four. <laughs> hey, we had a goal. That's pretty good. That's improvement. We had a goal in the second game. That's See, as much as that's, I'd that's like the beginning to believe of it a trend. Impact, <laughs> I'm dreading going to Seattle next month. Like, I, I really want to go. And it's going to be We're a good trip and it's going to be awesome. But We're going to podcast on the road this but time, I would though. I'd not be surprised uh-huh. if we just got to actually podcast on the road. In. Yeah, Hibba will be with us. Hey, Hibba. We know you're not listening, but whatever. What is? I think she does listen, actually. Oh. Pretty sure she does. Wow. Our I feel like if, is... they get, if people get mentioned on this podcast, they should tweet at us. Yeah. It's like and a say, ad. hey, I it's listened. It's like a notification. Here's my notice to you guys that I'm listening. And make sure to like post our podcast all over. So, so yeah, that... Ned. Yeah. You need to create a Twitter. <laughs> let us know you're listening every week. We do need to get Ned on the podcast. Yeah. On the Nedcast. The Nedcast. Do you think he would? Yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah, think we, he'd we, let we, us no, call us a netcast? Listen, we've heard from like four people that are like, yeah, Ned would totally do it. Kamrani that, has that said that. With the team. Trey yeah. has said that. Yeah. He's done, uh, what do you do, ASN, American Soccer Now or something like yeah. that? Yeah, and did, it was really good. Yeah. I'm just, I'm nervous, guys. Like, what, what if he do does it? want to we talk to us and we clam up? In studio with <laughs> Dunny. Yeah. Dunny and Yeah, he said he would. We could all wear smoking jackets. I, I have a nice collection in the closet. Do you really? Yeah. No, yeah. we're going to raid your closet after this. Uh, I'm getting up and going to the closet, but uh, let's take a break. You have a nice we'll... collection of smoking 
jackets in your closet? Yeah, and then we'll we'll talk to Maxi Rodriguez. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't you have smoking well, jackets? Just throw it out to Maxi right now. All right. We'll have to come back. We'll be back. They got a lot of space. There'll be a place where I can stay. I was born and raised in San Jose. I'm going back to find. All right, we're here with Maxi Rodriguez. You might know him as uh, Football Intellect on Twitter. Uh, that's football with the U and the O, but no E. Uh, he's also a writer for a football report, and he's generally probably one of the funnier people on Twitter. Uh, Maxi, how's it going? Uh, not too bad. Thanks for having me. This is my first time on the show, so I'm kind of oh, excited. We're your I know. First. We're, yeah, it's like 25 <laughs> episodes in, and we finally made time for you, so yes. you, we'll get a public I'm yeah. pretty far down the list, but I appreciate Optimus it. Prime can only keep us apart for so long. <laughs> That was a good shot, Jason. That was. It's a good reference. Pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so obviously, uh, the Jermaine Jones saga has prompted some thinking about MLS transparency and what allocation order actually means and what acquisition rules actually mean. Uh, we take it that you're kind of opinionated about this, and probably with good reason, but what's your general take on the whole mess? Well, I, I guess I would say that I have two opinions on the matter. Um, on one hand, I'm a Galaxy fan, so I completely appreciate the fact that MLS has done everything to make us as good as possible. So that's great. But just as a, league, a fan of the league and soccer in general, I mean, you look at the way MLS is run and the sort of allocation rules and the sort of confusion that always surrounds MLS, and it, at least for me, it always makes me feel like the league is a little bit less legitimate. To a certain extent, yeah. I mean, and you'd you'd hope that bringing in big name players would, you know, as, as big a name as Jermaine Jones is at least, would would actually help in that regard. But but you think it hurts then? I, I I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's just again of two minds. I mean, it's great again, so that you always have this sort of narrative that MLS <laughs> tries to go after the best players that it can actually get. But yeah, at the same time, you know, you have to feel for those fans who support teams in smaller markets like RSL, for example. Um, it's sort of cynical to say, but to a certain extent, the DP allocation process is never really going to allocate some great player to RSL. The league, in some ways, is it's kind of a manufactured competition. So it's, it's problematic as a fan of the sport. We should have had Michael Bradley. But yeah, exactly. over us. I don't think they wanted Michael Bradley and Kyle Beckerman actually playing on the same team. That I think it was the contrast in hair, but yeah, mm-hmm, absolutely, it would create some blinding situation. <laughs> uh, so, do you think it's? I mean, some people say it's a necessary evil uh, to maintain like financial responsibility. What do you think about that? Uh, it's one of those things. I think as a fan, if you're a fan of sport, if you're a fan of a league. You approach the league in a way that you support your team, right? Like, you're RSL fans, I'm a Galaxy fan, and you always root for your team. But with MLS, it's a little bit different um, compared to other sports. Like, baseball, I support the Dodgers. I don't really support any other entity, and I don't support Major League Baseball as a corporate entity. But with MLS, there's sort of this expectation that you're supposed to support MLS as the league, as a sort of business structure. And so when people bring up this argument that it's for the good of the league, it's good for the long term. Um, to me, it's it always rings a little bit disingenuous to expect fans to almost act like shareholders in the league, because we're really not. I mean, 
at the end of the day, we're just fans of our teams, and we want to see the most. Put you know, we want our teams to be in the best position to be competitive. And for certain teams, the way that MLS is run, it definitely negates their possibilities. So, just as a fan of competition and sort of someone who views sports in a certain lens, and that different sports should be run in a similar way, I always have seen it as problematic. So let me ask you this, Maxi. Um, yeah. You mentioned that we're, we're supposed to like support MLS and support a club. How much of that do you think is... Because to me, it, it seems like that's something that's really started to grow just in the last couple mm-hmm. of years, that kind of mentality of support MLS and support your club. And there kind of mm-hmm. seems to be um, some like pushback on that. You know, like, like what you said... You, like for baseball, you don't care about MLB, you just care about the Dodgers. There seems to be some people that are kind of pushing back against the idea of we don't have to support MLS, we just have to support our team and hope our team does good. And if other teams aren't as good, then that's their fault, that's not the league's fault, so I'm just going to support my team. How much of that have you seen? Um, and do you kind of agree with that? Yeah, um, as a fan, I, I definitely agree with that idea. Um I think we all come from a similar place, um, at least as soccer fans. If you're an American who supports soccer, regardless of your age at this point, for the most part, you probably grew up in a situation where you were one of few soccer fans that you knew. Um, you might have been the only one that you knew yourself. Um, you had you didn't have much access to soccer, um, and it was tough going for the most part. So we've all sort of grown up in a similar time period where... Our main goal wasn't necessarily for our teams to do well, but for soccer to grow as a sport. We we all hold it pretty close to our chest, right? So it's the same way with the U.S. national team, right? You're expected to support the U.S. Like It's a big thing to grow the league, grow the sport, grow the national team. So I completely understand that sort of idea. But, yeah, at the same time, when I talk to people who are fans of soccer and who are acquainted with MLS... Whenever I mention sort of latest allocation news, uh, there's always that sort of whiff of derision. You know, they hear this. They don't follow MLS as consistently as niche fans, but close enough that they go to matches every so often. So whenever they hear about these allocation problems, this, it's always the same thought from them or always the same sort of statement where it's like, yeah, that's, you know, that's sort of a Mickey Mouse league. That doesn't make sense. So at least to me, it's, it's a problem that's developing. And I think... It's definitely a good thing that we've gotten to a point where we have a conflict over the way the leagues run. I think sort of conflict and arguments are are a good way to grow the league and to get the debate out there for how we want the league to move forward. So I definitely think it's a good thing, but I definitely think there's room for change. Do you think that change is, right now and into the future, do you think that change is going to be pushed by fans, like putting pressure on Don Garber, or do you think that change is going to come um, from players getting frustrated at the the current system? I'd say if it's going to come from anyone, it's probably going to come from the owners and those, you know, that core of owners who want to drive the league forward and want to drive their teams forward. Um, in regards to fans, I think most of us are in a sort of captive position. We're a captive audience. Um, I mean, you look at all the sort of awkward rule changes and modifications that MLS has done over the years, any one of those would have been pretty decent grounds to say, I'm out. But for the most part, you know, we're big fans of soccer, we're big fans of U.S. soccer, so we stick around. And 
I really don't see that changing. And the same for players. You've heard players um, bring up their complaints with how the system is run, whether it's Herc Gomez or Mixed Discord, you know. Things have come up, but again, the league works in a way to where, you know what, it doesn't really need those players. It can look to outside players to just push on. It doesn't need them. So if there's anyone who's going to drive change forward, it's going to be those ownership groups, whether it's the Galaxy, um, New York City FC, those types of teams with financial means to attract sort of a higher quality player than what we're seeing now, or at least a larger number of quality players. Um, and to demand the financial means and regulations to make that possible. So it, I think it has to come through the owners. Do you think that, I don't, like, I'm, I'm trying to think how to phrase this. So backstory, I lived overseas for a while, and I lived in Switzerland. I'm a huge FC Basel guy, and and lots of people say that the Swiss League is, you know, it's too easy, Basel wins it every year. But nobody in Basel is complaining that they win it every year and the league's over, you know, too top-heavy or anything. So with people here growing more into like supporting their club than MLS, do you think it's getting to a point where they can get away from that we're all in it together sort of mentality? Or are they I just kind of stuck there for a while? I definitely think so. Um, you, I mean, you look at the rise of supporter groups, right? Whether it's Seattle or Portland. Uh, fans, for the most part, in MLS are pretty dedicated. No matter which team you look at, there's a good core dedicated group. Um so, I don't know. I think we've really arrived at a point to where um, if a team has a bad few seasons, it's not going to affect them that much. I mean, if you're an American soccer fan, you're probably a fan of another sport here in the U.S. So, you're probably familiar with the way other leagues run. So, I don't think your team doing bad for a season or two is necessarily something that fans are uncomfortable with. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Uh, to, to like turn the conversation a little bit, clearly... LA Galaxy is not doing bad right now, and I know uh, you've just bumped RSL into, what, fourth place in the West now? Uh, Fantastic. Yeah, can we just express our distress about that and that we'd like <laughs> that to change, please? Do you have any say in that? Um, you know what? The Galaxy have looked great lately, and I think my biggest takeaway from the season so far is that it's fantastic to see that Giasu's artist has learned how to play soccer, so pretty excited about it's that. fantastic for some people it's not fantastic for everybody but fantastic for galaxy fans yeah so, yeah now, let's just keep it keep it in perspective here <laughs> yeah add context uh but i mean what do you what do you make of the rise like is it just that you know you had a few games off early in the season for ccl and and now you're finally catching up in games played or is I, it that you're generally getting better I, I think it's a combination of a couple different things. I mean, the Galaxy under Bruce Arena, you, I mean, it's always sort of the same story. Struggle early on, and then Bruce just has his way of driving players late in the season. So I'm sure that contributes to it. But I think it's also a situation where sort of our core group of less sort of renowned players have really come together. Gyasi's looking great. Ishizaki's been a great addition to the team this year. So... It seems like everyone's clicking at the right time, which, you know, historically is what the Galaxy tend to do. So, perfect timing at the moment. It's just maybe a little bit early, which is weird to say at the end of August. But, yeah, I'm, I'm excited personally to see them make a playoff run. So, yeah, I yeah. was excited for I was excited for LA Galaxy to not make the playoffs. Uh, <laughs> I think that hope may have been considerably premature. I think that's what... what speaking of things that MLS, like... 
as an entity really needs is for the Galaxy to miss the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Par- it's, parody. It's parody. one of those Manchester United <laughs> not making Champions League sorts of things. Yeah. I just completely ignore the fact that we didn't make it. I'm just going to act like we lost the final. <laughs> so It was a good run we had this year, but just couldn't, couldn't beat Santos in the final. <laughs> yeah. So... Since you're a Galaxy fan, let's let's get your thought on this. Um, yeah. As a non-Galaxy fan, it I don't want to say stomach turning because that's a little bit too much, but to see how much like other teams are like how well they're treating Landon Donovan on the road for his mm-hmm. quote farewell tour or whatever you want to call it, um, mm-hmm. it seems like every single place he goes on the road, somebody's got some prepared gift for Landon Donovan as a thank you for what he's done for U.S. soccer and for MLS and all that. Is that mm-hmm. deserved? Do we really need that? Because I kind of feel like we're past that point. I mean, he he's retiring, and that's... I think that's part of the all-in-it-together sort of yeah, thing. Because like, as like, a supporter, mm-hmm. like I'm not one of the guys that supports MLS as a league. Like It makes me sound harsh, but I could care less about every other team in MLS. Yeah, so it, and it's, it's not really... like. You don't care. I don't, it's just like, sappy. Yeah. It's why is why they is should, it's really corny? I wish we could have given him a signed Robbie Russell jersey from the MLS <laughs> Cup final. That would have been an awesome gift. Like that's my. No, I, I wanted to give him a framed photo signed by the team of his miss in 09. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I mean, it's really corny, obviously, but yeah. I mean, what are Chivas going to get him? I wonder. <laughs> Uh, probably just like a key to the locker room. I mean, if he loses it, they'll probably just replace it for him. Like, hey, I saw you were outside. What you in? Um, I mean, it's super corny, but at the same time, like, okay, if it was a player on a team besides the Galaxy and it wasn't Landon Donovan, I would feel the same way. I'd be like, we shouldn't do this. But, I mean, as a Galaxy fan, I can stomach it. And I, I personally try to relate it to the Derek Jeter situation that's going on in baseball right now with his tour of the United States getting, like, like wheelchairs constructed out of baseball bats. I don't know what he's getting, but he's getting a lot of gifts. So, I mean, if if Major League Baseball does it, I guess it's acceptable. I don't know. Did did San Jose get him anything nice? I don't know. I don't think so, actually. Did they get him, uh, they get him a penalty cups, kick or two? Yeah. yeah. I thought the ref gave him that penalty. Yeah, maybe. Is that what it was? That was a solid present. <laughs> that was a solid gift. They got him Thanks, Alan Gordon. That's what they got if they got him Alan Gordon. <laughs> yeah, are you happy to have Alan Gordon playing for you guys? It's kind of weird. I mean, he's been great, right? The last two games, he's looked fantastic. Yeah, but it's distressing. Each goal I see, it feel it makes me feel a little bit sick. I, I, I personally, my time with MLS, I picture him strictly as a San Jose player. So seeing him in a Galaxy jersey kind of feels problematic to me. But on the same hand, Really nice to have him scoring goals for us, and also probably more important, really nice to have him not scoring goals against us. So, it's yeah, pretty would, nice. If you could go back, would you rather have Stephen Lenhart or Alan Gordon, or is it just one of those where you'd rather vomit into a little paper cup? See, I think that Stephen Lenhart should be sent to Belize and just have his passport revoked. So, if that's a possibility, I would be down with that. So, it's I'd always to funny to hear too. So many players, like or ex-players, talk about Lenhart and like Brian Dunseth here in town. If you ever talk to him in person. All he will tell you is how Stephen Linhart is the nicest person that you will ever meet. And, oh, yeah. and he's have, not the only guy I've heard that from that's played in the league or still does. It's so weird. 
I have a friendly fr- a family friend who lived up in NorCal who was friends with Lenhart's family. And yeah, same thing. Nicest person in the world, but I, yeah, I refuse to believe it. I'm sure I assume Roy he goes Keen's to the grocery store guy. and just throws elbows at cashiers <laughs> all day. Just kicks old ladies and then kicks them again while they're down. Oh. <laughs> and doesn't get carded. Yeah. But it's like the step over fake kick, you know, where he accidentally <laughs> rakes them across the face with his cleats when he steps over them. Okay, uh, so a couple more things. One, uh, do you have anything really negative you can say about San Jose because we play them this weekend? Um, I try don't to, think try they're to keep very this short. good. Um, man, I don't really have anything. I just, you know what? I just don't think they're a great team this year. So, just like every year, right? Basically, I think you guys, you know what? Go RSL. I tend to root for RSL when they're not playing the Galaxy. So and we get that that's a lot. The best I can do. Yeah. RSL are my second favorite team to watch. That's what we hear a lot. Which doesn't mean anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To you. It doesn't mean anything yeah, exactly. to you, Maxi. Yeah. <laughs> I think we were hoping for a little more of the the banter, but uh, maybe that's like a hangover I, I, from the MLS for RSL campaign. It just yeah. gets stuck. Yeah, but maybe you that know, is it. Everyone I feel actually like this year. It. I feel like this year the sort of like vicious banter between the Galaxy and San Jose has been kind of minimized a little bit. So maybe that's what it is. It could be that the Ultras are in prison. Oh, like, that could definitely be it. That could contribute towards it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to a point. We should mm-hmm. note that this is uh, satirical and not uh, any case for libel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but if you want to talk about facts, it's pretty interesting that the crime rate in San Jose has crashed pretty. <laughs> Pretty pretty significantly. Do you have Do you have stats to back that up? I don't have them on me, but they're probably out there. Somewhere. You can find you can find them on Twitter on MLS like Stat Twitter. I'm sure. We, we Just can, like look can... up Wikipedia and change the text to whatever you want. <laughs> we can find or fabricate. Nobody's edited facts, this San Jose page in probably like six years anyway. So. <laughs> I don't think their fans know how to operate a computer. So that's not nice, but probably true. Okay. Uh... <laughs> One final thing. Um, yeah. Who who is ahead in the the MLS mascot league this year? Oh man, jeez, um, that's I, a really tough question. I think you guys really I, underestimate Leo the Lion because he's a lion and he can do backflips. And see, he never comes up in conversation, but he's pretty solid. Yeah. I, like, you know what? I I have stronger opinions on this than I do on MLS and transparency issues. <laughs> that's why we brought it up. <laughs> mm-hmm. um i feel I, i'm gonna be a homer i always have to go with cosmo is it because he's from outer space i think so and i'm worried about his outer space connections so mm. that might be a solid reason actually Just, you know what though i don't know cosmo post like tan slash color change is a little bit weird i'm a little uncomfortable with it to be honest with you guys would Timber Joey be lower in the standings than Portland actually are in the standings because he's a human being? Like, does that automatically drop Oh, absolutely. Drop yeah. That's yeah. I, you know what? Like, if a human being is your mascot, I, you shouldn't even have a team in the first place. <laughs> what about no mascot? What's your policy on teams with no mascots? They should not exist. They should be relegated immediately to probably not even NASL. to maybe like a Sunday Rec League or something. That's just, that's bad form. It's just... Not even showing any effort. Do we count the sound wave as a mascot? Like, is that Seattle's mascot since they don't have one? Or do they? Do they do? I thought that like they had an issue with what's his name, the whale. Maybe like something with blackfish came up and they had to put him away. I don't know. They had to put him down. 
they were going to send him to SeaWorld, but putting him down was the more humane option, so... <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I mean, it was more humane than making him watch, like, Seattle matches. <laughs> nice. Well, uh, I think that's probably all we have for you, but uh, we'd like to formally extend the offer to have you on the podcast as often as you're willing. Oh, for sure, whenever you guys want me. We need yeah. to have you and Zach both on here at the same time and have, like, a mascot super show. Oh my god, Zach is a mascot expert, and he doesn't bring it up very often, but he, yeah, he knows. I think he has a BA in mascots, so... <laughs> he's also he's well-versed in, like, the foreign mascots as well. Oh yeah, absolutely, which, you know what, that's definitely not something I know, so... Is, yeah, he always consistently surprises me. Is your foreign mascot favorite the Gunnersaurus, or do you have another? Oh man, yeah, it has to be Gunnersaurus. I mean... Like a chubby T Rex, that's ridiculous, just in and of itself. Like, With the hat I'm not even anything. sure how the T Rex got that body type, but <laughs> it's interesting. It's actually I'm American. also a fan of Bernie. Okay, well, uh, I think that's it. That's probably all that's she all wrote. Right. So, all I got. All right, well, thanks for having me on, guys. It was a fun time. Hey, thanks, Maxie. Yeah, thanks for joining us, man. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. That about killed me. Did you record that? Yeah. Damn I it. hope you got just so, that sex one. Yeah. We're still talking about Tinder, right? Yes. <laughs> That's not what we're talking about. So, thanks, Maxie, for joining us. Thanks, Maxie. That we, was a great interview. We like you. We need to have Maxie back for it. That was a great intro back into a podcast from the Maxie interview. Yeah. Yeah, follow Maxie on Twitter if you don't already. It's football intellect. We'll tweet it out. You can yeah. follow him. F-U-T-B-O-L, intellect, intellect spell. I think our like... listeners might have more trouble with intellect than football. We have listeners? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry to insult all of you. All three of you. Oh, collectively. Yeah, two of, whom, two of whom are in this room. <laughs> <laughs> I've never actually listened to the podcast. Yeah. Because I edit. So. Yeah. By edit, I mean I put music in places. That's all I do. Kind of useless, huh? Pretty much, yeah. I wasn't going to say it, but... Since you put it out there. <laughs> I'm almost as useless Allowing as... Uh, to agree with you're that. as useless as tits on a bull. Or Milan. Tits on Milan? Not just, Mulan? Like the no, Disney no. movie? I don't no, know, like Milan. Just bull, as useless as Milan. The whole Mulan, city. A bull on Milan would be super effective. It's Milan's best back. contribution to football has been Probably the nice would, suits honestly. that... Uh, that man would just wear. Actually, you could have had a bull play keeper for them instead of Abiati for like the last four or five years. So. Hey, we have Diego Lopez now, so that problem is solved. Yeah, true. true. Granted, that's problem number one solved out of like 20,000. That's pretty good. Progress. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, let's talk about San Jose. The American AC Milan. I would not say that, actually. What? Long and storied soccer tradition? Is that what <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they went away, they came back. Then they went away and came back again? Yeah. Well, I mean, they literally were not a team for a little bit. Well, they weren't <laughs> a team for like 20 years. Well, that's true, and then... Yeah, then they were a team, and then they moved. To Houston, right? They got a better job. Yeah. Was it Houston? It was Houston. Yeah. Yeah. And they moved they, back. But they, did they, like, come back immediately the next year with the new franchise? Or was it, like, mm, it was a couple years. Yeah, I think it was two years. I don't remember, though. Let's be honest. These are not things I'm good at remembering, so whatever. These are not things that are relevant. Yeah. We do play San Jose this weekend. It's funny, too, though, because Houston claim the two yeah. MLS Cups that San Jose won as San Jose. Yeah. 
Oh, it's the ownership's the same. That's very right? weird. Yeah, I think it's the ownership that moved it. I don't yeah. think they sold it. Yeah, I don't know. It's not AG anymore. I think they sold their stake in Dynamo. Yeah. 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 So, anyways, about the match. Yeah, yeah. Landon Donovan. No, he's not playing. No. They have the new, oh, he they have the new Landon Donovan, Tommy Thompson. Yeah. I thought the new Landon I can't wait till he was Jesse Zardes. No. Okay. He's a little too tall. I th- I'm actually, I'm actually excited to watch Tommy Thompson if he plays. He's supposed yeah. to be quite good. Yeah, you know, I, I keep trying to watch these San Jose games, and I just, you can't. Yeah, you can't. you can't do it. Yeah, no. People were saying about Tommy Thompson. A lot of people have like criticized Mark Watson for not playing him. Soon. Yeah, because Mark Watson's excuse was the whole season that he's not like good enough defensively. He's not picking up in the areas that I want him. It sounds to play like a in. Jason Christ thing to say. But at the, yeah, but at the same time, once you put him on the field, all of a sudden San Jose become so much better. And everybody's like, why like have a, you not been doing this It's almost like a season? fun, creative, attacking midfielder could help a team or something. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? That's also the same Mark Watson that never played Alan Gordon, and then he moved to L.A. and all of a sudden played, like, Dynamite. Yeah, it turns out good players tend to do well. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what the Gordon call- and Alan and Watson was, excuse me, but... I don't know. I, like he's talked People a lot. Thought, oh, Gordon was it hurt? But then he starts playing within like two weeks and moving to LA. So I don't think he was that hurt. Yeah, and I, I mean, there, like Watson has basically said that he wants to change the way San Jose plays, right? Yeah. Well, he's done a bang up job so far. Yeah, and, and he wants maybe to make that Alan Gordon is, is that what it is? Yeah, maybe he sees Alan Gordon as like a vestige of that time, or some. I mean, the Bash quick. brother. Yeah. I mean, I I could see that because. If you look at San Jose like under Frank Yallop, and then you look at once Frank Yallop left, the changes that they made to the team, not necessarily like stylistically, but just I mean the type of players that they're getting. Like they got Yannick Jallo, who is good. Really good. He's, yeah. on, he's on loan. But... They picked him up, and he yeah. is not a San Jose type player, traditionally. Yeah. Yeah. He, he would never have touched San Jose under Frank Yallop. And then they've also got... Um, Tommy Thompson, who they got, who's clearly... And that Argentine. Yeah, well, he's not going to play because he's injured, right? Perez Garcia. Long term. Him? Perez Garcia? Matias Perez Garcia, I think, yeah. Yeah, he injured long term. Not going to yeah, make a difference next season. season. Yeah. Which is a bummer because he looked really second good. Second game, he messed his knee or something in something. the second game. He tore his meniscus, I think is what it was. Ouch. You don't need that. That and sounds like it hurts. Meniscus sounds like one of those uh, vestigial organs. It sounds like one of those properties on Monopoly that nobody buys. Mm, this, yeah, yeah. Meniscus, meniscus Avenue. Yeah. It's probably that, like, not red. What's the color? It's, it's not red, but it's not blue. Purple. <laughs> blue is the color. No, it's it's, not it's, red. it's it's the one with like Yellow? St. Charles Avenue, I think. Orange. No, yeah, no, you're thinking of light blue. No, because light blue has Oriental, and it's not that group. What's that supposed to mean? Oriental Avenue. It's the name of a spot on Monopoly. I swear it's Tennessee Place. I'm googling it. Worst That's color orange. on Monopoly. No, it's not. What did you just Google? Worst color on Monopoly. Oh, purple's the worst. That's Baltic and Mediterranean. No. Yeah, Baltic and Mediterranean. How do you know this much about Monopoly? I've played it before. It's not hard, guys. Yeah, it's light blue. Light blue, Oriental, Vermont, Connecticut, is one of the worst. Right. What's orange? Oh, oh, light purples, maroons, and pinks. St. Charles is on light purple. That's what I'm thinking of, light purple. Hmm. All right, let's what was it that's light purple? What were we talking about? What were we comparing to Monopoly? You were meniscus. comparing something. Meniscus. Yeah, that's right. I'm still blown that, away by how saying. much you know about Monopoly. <laughs> meniscus 
is a light purple spot on Monopoly. I bet your siblings hated playing Monopoly with you. I was never really that good. Did you guys know that on Monopoly, uh, technically, in the rule book, if someone lands on a property and doesn't buy it, it's immediately up for auction? Yes. Nobody plays by those rules because that is an asshole way to play. That would be so much more fun that way. Yeah. It's faster as well. That's the point of Monopoly is Monopoly's not supposed to be any fun. Like, one person's supposed to win and crush everyone else. And And then lend them money. (laughs) Yeah, capitalism. it, It was originally intended as, like, a satire on capitalism. Yeah. Yeah, but making you're putting why things the up hell for are we talking about this right now? Losing Monopoly. I do like board games, so you might have gotten me sucked in. What's not like losing another game? What's worse than losing? What's worse, losing losing Monopoly? risk? <laughs> what's worse, losing in Monopoly or losing on penalty kicks in the MLS Cup? Uh, penalty kicks in MLS Cup. I'm going, but I'm going to recommend that you guys listen to Louis C.K.'s take on Monopoly. Talks about playing it with his daughter, and it is hilarious. Mm, I bet he swears, so I don't know if I'm allowed. I, no, I think it's I think it's from like <laughs> a clip on like when he's visiting like Letterman or Leno or Conan ah. or Leo, So wow, he's kind of clean. Wow. Anyway, anyway, enough about the awful, awful game that is Monopoly. But it's not really San European Jose enough is... for me. I prefer European board games. Catan. I yeah yeah. Yeah. I've never played that game. Me neither. It's a lot of fun. What are you guys doing later? Uh, I'm going home. home. <laughs> Can you go home and sleep? So, I guess I'll be playing Catan on my own time. <clears throat> Anyways, back to San Jose. Good God, that was a, one of our worst tangents ever. Oh, I don't know about worse, but it, it's up <laughs> So, San Jose, the, it's hard to predict because they're kind of bipolar this year. Yeah. Like, and they're, they're kind of bipolar really, every year. They're really bad, but then they beat Seattle, and then... Yeah. Then they get crushed at home by whoever that was that... Maybe Seattle's the team that's really weird. Dallas. Was it Dallas? played us. Yeah, that's right. 5-0. Yeah. Castillo torched him. Torched. Torched. I think he had two goals and two assists that night. Yeah, something. And Akindele had a hat trick. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways. So, we're probably going to win, is what we're saying. Um, Is Bernardes out? I don't think so. I haven't heard anything. We do know the secret to Wondolowski is you just leave him open right in front of the goal. And he'll kick it over. <laughs> That's how you defend against Chris Wondolowski. I thought you were going to say something about Romando being really good, but yeah. Nope, just right in front of goal. It'll go over every time. Rest in peace, World Cup hopes. Or only when it matters. <sighs> Am I the only one that doesn't blame that game on Ronaldo? Ronaldo? Wando? <laughs> I don't. I was just being funny. I don't blame it on Wanda, but like that's still depressing. I mean, I blame it on Tim Howard. Yeah, you should have. You should have put that Wanda shot in. (laughs) Just kidding. Tim Howard was a hero in that game. Only getting how many saves did he have in that game? Seventeen. Sixteen, seventeen. He should have had two more. As a result of this, I'm going to get some flack for this. Tim Howard has become so overrated because of that game. Yeah, Mm, I'm going to disagree. Okay. I mean, he became so overrated that he really couldn't talk. I know that your response to that is just simply, okay. Player. I mean, he's not even, like, one of the five best keepers in the Premier League. I think he is, without question. One of the five really? best. Really? You are Name s- five better than him. Okay. De Gea? Who? De Gea is better. Manchester United. Did you just say, De Gea? Yeah, De Gea. Since you challenged me to this, De Gea is better. Yeah. Both Chelsea goalkeepers are better. Jack and Courtois? Yep. Easily. Here's here's my Maurice Maurice is better. Hugo Maurice yeah. is a better keeper. Here's my argument against two of those that you've said so far. 
can't say De Gea is better and you can't say Courtois you can is better. You definitely say De Gea is better. You can, but the argument Have is... Have you ever watched Courtois? Let me finish what I'm saying here. Well, what you're saying doesn't make any sense. That's Howard has been as, as good a keeper as he is for way longer than But as than good those a keeper guys. as he is. Because he's old. But as, I mean, good, as good a keeper... Okay, yeah. Well, when you're comparing a 34-year-old 30, keeper to 22-year-old keeper... But he's not as good a keepers. keeper as people think he is, is what I'm saying. So him being that I think good he is. isn't that... I'd say Wojciech Szczesny is actually better. No, that's, you that's wouldn't. That's debatable. I, I, would, I would actually. That's undebatable. Um, I'm trying to think about... I would... You, you could... Who else? Regardless, you've now named four. Joe Hart? Yep. Joe Hart's better. Joe Hart's no. better. Yeah, Joe Hart's better. Oh, yeah. No, he's not. That's fine. Yeah. Are you kidding me He played me right for now? an awful <laughs> injury. Joe Hart is one of the worst goalkeepers uh, in the entire really. of the Premier League. Pellegrini, Pellegrini kind of hosed him over pretty bad last year a couple times. By... Uh, how does... It... By being Italian. By having that uh, the like thirty eight year old defender in front of him, the center back. What's it? I can't think of the guy's name. Old man River. Yep, Martin Dubkelis. Who sucks. Sucks, but his Manchester City center backs were horrible last year when they had no depth. They, when they company did, was out. And... They did win the league, right? Yeah, but they still won the league, but they. I mean, on the back of Joe Hart, is that what you're saying? Yeah, Joe Hart. No. Joe Hart won. They the won it for despite him. Joe Hart. No, Joe Hart is a terrible keeper. Oh my god! This is I don't funny because you play keeper. No, I do not play keeper. Oh, do I not. thought you did. I I do play it. I'm not a goalkeeper. Oh. I play goalkeeper. I don't when play nobody keeper. Else play I thought it. you did. I do play it, but what the no, fuck? I only play it if nobody else will. Uh, I'm not a conversations with Trevor. We should do a new podcast just for this. <laughs> Lord, who else? So that's off the crossbar. Okay, let's take Trevor. Hart out. Let's you, take Hart you, out. You've now named. Okay, if we oh, take Hart out, we've now named four. Still Courtois. Loris, Czech, De Gea, and you know what? Because he got a bad rep at last season, and he has a horrible back line in front of him, Mignolet is better than Howard is, too. I struggle to say goalkeepers that have been in the league for, like, less than three years <clears throat> are better than a goalkeeper who's but been there consistently. But that doesn't mean they haven't played before. Loris has been a professional No, no, I'm, I'm not talking about Loris. Loris is a good keeper. I might still Maybe say that Howard's really better, yeah. but I'll give you that one. And I'll definitely check. give you check. And Courtois. 100%. Courtois. Probably better. Who won the Who won the La Liga last year and allowed the fewest goals in the league? Uh, d- d- what's the guy's name? AC Milan. Atletico Madrid. And their defense. And their goalkeeper. And their goalkeeper, but yeah. their defense is also played, really who good. Who played in the Champions League final? It was Real Madrid and somebody else, but I can't remember who it was right now. You're kind of quiet. You're barely registering on Oh, here. I'm sorry. I said who played in the yell. Champions League final last year. It was Real Madrid right. and... Point is, you've now named five, and you struggled long. to name five. I didn't it struggle. Was we had a backup. It took, it took ten minutes. Joe Hart is a, is a pretty solid op, like argument. I mean, yeah. I don't think it is. I think Howard is better. Jack I think I'm, okay. Hart is not the worst goalkeeper in the league. Clearly, I'm exaggerating, but he's Who's not the top worst five. Goalkeeper in the league. I like talking about the Premier League. Let's talk about the Premier League. <laughs> the worst goalkeeper in the league. Talking about San Jose. No longer plays in Premier League, but well, was for a long currently, time. Currently, Who's I don't know. I don't know. Casper Schmeichel. <laughs> he's actually. In the, I'm not kidding. He's Leicester's starting keeper. How old is he now? Oh, here we go. Five better keepers. Brad on. Mm, That's he's seven. That's pretty well played behind Howard on the seven. national team for the last yeah, eight years. That's just a matter. It's hard to say he's better. That's not not really. I mean, the older no, guys skip priority sometimes. Yeah, and and now goes on. Generally speaking, the better player gets priority. 
Well, then why doesn't Jack Wilshire start ahead of Frank Lampard? I have no idea. Oh, man, that hurts to say. That really hurts <laughs> to say. Like, that's going to cause me night terrors. Is it because it's coming to New York? Yeah. All like, right. Well, let's Jack Wilshire? end this tangent Probably on vacation, yeah. They have really good coke in New York, so he'll be excited. Yeah. <laughs> who can blame him? Who? who? Man, He's really English. I mean, about, that's just... I really want to talk about right? the worst keepers in the Premier League because it's an entertaining discussion. It was Yaskalainen. Are you serious? Yaskalainen was an awesome keeper. No, he was terrible. He kept bolting up a couple Terrible. Years. No, he was so bad. And then there was uh, Wiggins' goalkeeper. What was his name? Marcus Hahnemann? No, no. We, the, the guy that went with him down. I think he might still be with him. I don't know. Uh, he's got like... I think he's Arab of some kind. Oh, Not Arab oh. of some kind. Like he's like... Of course he is. Well, no, what, what is his name? Is. We're, we're going to look it up and it's going to be something bin something, I swear. <laughs> Arab. <laughs> You're Googling Arab goalkeepers? Oh, Al Habzi. That's what it is. Ali Al Habzi. Yeah. Uh, there was no bin there, though. But there is an owl, which is not the same thing. <laughs> you know you're going to get one of the two. <laughs> wow. He was not very good. He's Omani. He's only been there since 2011. Hmm. Oh, 2010. He has 92, 92 national team caps. For Oman? Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I could probably get like half a dozen, <laughs> half a dozen for Oman. Yeah, until they, until you passed out on the field yeah, and no shit. couldn't play anymore. <laughs> So, uh, let's get back on track, I guess. Speaking of horrible keepers, San Jose. Who is their keeper right now? Oh, wait, Trevor's going to be like, John Bush would be a great Oh, John Bush. He'd be a great Premier League keeper. I'm not going to say he's a great Premier League keeper. Better than Joe Hart. But, statistically, Bush is having a good good season. Yeah, he's a good keeper. I mean, it's just a bad segment. Goalkeeper statistics, I think, are as meaningless as any. uh, Because they're entirely reactive to the play around them. They're like Like, time of possession. Yeah, it, it, there's nothing in there that's not, that's independent of other variables. Save percentage. It, that's completely dependent on other variables. What variables? Shots taken? Possession? Yeah, no, because it's a percentage. If they take 200 shots, or 50 shots, Wait, and they save... percentage them. is a percentage? Yeah. I'm oh shot my god. No, so you can't say the number of shots taken against them well, is no, a variable. No, but it, of course it is, it is a variable, but if they, though. If you, if you face 20 shots on target, you're... Matt's about to single-handedly prove why stats and soccer are dumb. Yeah. No, I love Matt stats. Matt is going to prove why I'm stats a, and I soccer. love stats, uh, but but goalkeeping stats are are basically a measure of the defense. Are you implying that Nick Romano's penalty keeper... Well, no, okay, penalties, okay. <laughs> that that I, I would buy as more independent than any other statistic to available goalkeepers. Cause here's shut up, here's that's why I say save percentage, because over a season, most goalkeepers face a lot of shots, right? Generally shots, speaking, shots. about it's it's within this a range. This is groundbreaking and it stuff is, that we're talking about. Right here. It is a very large number, so it's a large like, date, sample size, like a really big eight. Or <laughs> he only faced eight dude. shots all season, <laughs> but, but that really eight big. was written in size thirty-two font. <laughs> so man, was he busy this season? No, they all face a lot of shots. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a huge sample size that they take percentage from. Yeah. But what about shot quality? What about shot quality? It's, like, shot quality isn't included in the status. Okay, but yeah. over how many games have we played so far now this season? 28? Yeah. No, 20... 20-something. 20 20-something. 20 yeah. We've faced that many teams, and it's pretty much the same teams that every oh, goalkeeper in the league. we faced fewer teams than that. 
but we faced the same. We played that many matches throughout the season. Yeah, that every everybody else plays. Well, that's, so you that's can't not say quite true either. either. But considering there's an uneven number of and home games and, and, and away games, conferences. We have you're right. All shots are completely different, and it's impossible to quantify. No, it's I'm not, not saying that. Yeah, it's like, just a poor reference. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying same because like if someone shoots from outside the box, you know, just just to be sh- shooting and put the ball in frame and you save it, that's a shot and it counts in the stack. Yeah, and, and it could be a tame there's shot. Not, like, what I'm saying shot. is, there's not going to be a goalkeeper that's that faces a thousand shots and all thousand are going to be outside the box, and then somebody yeah. else faces a thousand from inside the box. No, but there you know is statistical variation. There's statistically They're all going to face about variation. the same number of shots from about Where's the Charles? same numbers of areas I, I think on the field. I think you'd find that's patently false. Uh, I would that, be like, interested to see the numbers. Uh, we'll talk to Alex Kasky, uh, Tempo Free Soccer. He actually That's Alex has... Olshansky. Is that Olshansky? Yeah, Alex Kasky's an MLS player, isn't he? Yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah. I think he played last night, right? For, yeah. Uh... Plays for Seattle. No, he got traded to... Somewhere. L.A. or the team L.A. played last night? Somewhere, D.C. Somewhere with yes, that's where it is. Yeah, somewhere he went to D.C. statistical... Anyway, Alex... Shots oh, it's Alex O. Yeah, Alex Olshansky. Yeah, I... All right, show but, me the but, numbers. Like, I'll show you the numbers later, but like... We'll talk about it, but, but I still you, stand you by. Show me the money! percentage is the best that we have to, oh, go, to gauge We have so many more numbers than that to like pull from, but you... Like, Four goalkeepers? Like yeah. goalkeeper statistics. Yeah, shots faced. Like types of shots faced. Save percentages from shots at different... You know, average? Is yeah. That goals against, it, I a, don't like because it takes into account... Wait a like, second. Let me finish. I don't <laughs> like because... It takes into account how good your defense is. Yeah. So, so, so does shots save percentage? Not necessarily. <laughs> but it does. It it does, but not as much. Say not <laughs> Listen, here's the thing. Let me oh let me explain God. it to you like this. <laughs> last season you look at Jimmy Nelson. Yeah. Not last season. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, last yeah. season. Yeah, last season. You look at Jimmy Nelson, he faced the I think the fewest in the entire league. Okay. And okay. then you look at Dan Kennedy. Yeah. He faced I'm trying to remember the numbers now, but I swear it's like 300 more shots okay. over the course of the season. Okay. And his goals against is way higher. I, I'm shocked here. Continue. He played but for Chivas. Continue. Because his save percentage was better than Jimmy yeah, Nelson's. Couldn't that say something about the types of shots faced, though? It, it possibly could. could. Yeah. But it could also say it that Dan possibly. Kennedy is a better keeper than Jim Nelson. But also, it also, like, logically. Even though his goals also... against average. Was higher than Hey, Jimmy hey let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> it also I mean, like, logically here, would say that Jimmy Nielsen faces better chances because they're fewer against Kansas City, so they're probably going to be better, right? Yeah, I mean that that's certainly a possibility and something we can look at statistically. Perhaps. Perhaps. No, no, there's, there's, you're a big fan of perhaps or possibly. I, it, perhaps. I think you're just avoiding thing? the like actually confronting the question. <laughs> By, by perhaps saying and, and maybe and perhaps. possibly. This is, this is a solid tangent, by the way. Yeah, I mean, this is actually talking about soccer, so that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but the chances of landing on Baltic are low. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I mean, we, can, we can actually make a Monopoly metaphor here. Like, if you're rolling, you know, taking sh- shots from just getting out of jail, let's compare that to rolling the dice. Uh, Look, no, no, no. We're not going to turn this into like a metaphor. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm yeah, trying yeah, to get into a metaphor. Do it, do it. Uh, so if you're rolling from just getting out of jail, you're going to land on those dark orange ones more often, right? So if you're taking shots from like zone Wait, two or jail? one. It, Don't yeah. you pass the orange ones before you get to jail? Whatever it is, just, you know, seven, eight out of jail. 
Do I that, think it's purple? No, no, no. I think it is yeah. orange than purple. Yeah. Okay. So let, let's pretend it is. Yeah. Like, so, whatever color it is. So, that you mean. so let's compare that to shots <laughs> taken from like zones one and two. This, you know, with the statistically best chance of, of making it. Yes. Like that has to say something about defense. Yes. And that has to say something about how shot, like the types of shots faced. I guess this all goes back to you're you're absolutely right. Yeah, it's all goes you back are to right. All right, you good, are good. correct. That's all I want. What, I, We're what good. I'm let's saying is, yeah, let's, let's continue. Predictions. What I'm saying is, at the beginning, you said goalkeeper stats are not very good. No, they're basically. I'm, I'm saying I maintain the, that of the basic goalkeeper stats that most people look at, goals against, Shot, shots save against, percentage is save the percentage, least meaningless. I think is save percentage is the. Is the most important the of least, those. I, I think penalty kick saves are actually probably the best raw measurement of goalkeeper ability. Mm, That's okay. them facing a shot from Perhaps. a standing position. Perhaps. Possibly. I think that's the only one that by can that metric, independent variables. By that metric, Zach McMath is one of the best goalkeepers in MLS this season. Yep. Yeah, probably. Probably. I don't think many people Just because Philadelphia are dumb and don't play him doesn't mean he's a bad keeper. <laughs> yeah. He's a and, good keeper. No, they he's just a great keeper. Signed I really like two him. other good goalkeepers, and I'm not sure Andre Blake's that good, but well, he might be though. Well, no, we just don't if know. We ever see him? Yeah, when he played for Jamaica. Please not tell good. me, please tell me that that goalkeeper they just signed is a DP because I don't know if he is. I and hope, I hope he is. to God they, they haven't like released like official numbers or anything because yet, he... signing a goalkeeper DP would be he, the most Philadelphia. I thought he game. was, but now he's, I can't remember. If he is, he's, he'd be the second goalkeeper DP in the league. Who league history? New York also signed a goalkeeper. Oh, goalkeeper. who was that? From Germany. Franz Beckenbauer. No, goal. Frank Rost. Oh, yeah. Right. I think he lasted all of half a season. I, think I guess it's yeah. going to be uh, Gespernig. Oh. Okay. He was expensive, he, but he wasn't yeah, a Yeah, and Gespernig was a good goalkeeper till he lost all confidence. He had a bit of a meltdown last year. <laughs> that was kind of... I mean, like, like I, it was great because but it played well into our him hands. Him coming but, out and catching that ball... Outside of the box was the inspiration for one of the greatest two bowls I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Not off the top of my head. It I'm... had a picture of the MLS logo and it had a picture of Gisperni catching the ball and it said, Don't cross the line. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like the most clever thing <laughs> I've uh, ever seen in my entire life. That's pretty fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, what else Anyways. do we need to know about San Jose? Uh, Literally nothing. It's going to be a rough. It's not going to be. If you're like, oh, I got a friend who I'm trying to get into soccer, don't show them this match. Whatever you do, for <laughs> oh, the love yeah. of God. You say that now, but it'll probably be great now that you've said it. Probably. Just it'll to make like, a sense. Too. We, we just need Jason to. Oh, that'd be just weird. like prepare us for a loss before every single episode. Yeah. Yeah. Because anytime I say something good's going to happen, it doesn't happen. Except for the 3 0 we all. Yeah, that was yeah. good. That was pretty good. Yeah. So, so it'll be probably be a rough game. Do yeah. we think is Javi back? Uh, potentially. Probably. Wait, wait. You, I think he's been day to day for the last. Perhaps. Week. You know what we haven't talked about? <laughs> perhaps. Sabo. Nope. Sebastian Jaime. Jaime. Who will be in the eighteen? You yeah. think so? Well, that's what. No, that's what Jeff Oh, I know he was record. traveling, but I didn't know he was in the eighteen. Do you have to be in the eighteen to travel? No, I think so. No. Don't you? no. No, probably. Why would you bring people down the eighteen? Uh, experience, match day experience. Well, perhaps someone could get her. We brought Enzo Martinez a few times, and Fair he enough. didn't make the eighteen last year. True. Which was always a little weird, but I mean, and say like I, reserve action or like <clears throat> other reasons, just getting him integrated with the team. I think Jaime is going to start. That's I my actually prediction. would not be shocked. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. Uh, Devin Sandoval did play ninety minutes in a reserve game. 
that we lost. That we lost. Uh, although I have my own rant about how <laughs> reserve games playing against USL Pro. Yeah, re- a yeah. reserve team playing in a professional league like against it, a team that plays together regularly. Yeah, yeah. it just it 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 doesn't make sense. Uh, but I'm glad that we've had it, and I'm glad it's going to be over. Yeah, I think it's I'm valuable experience. And I think it's been great that we've been able to integrate the academy kids. Yeah. And they've, they've looked as good as some of the first-teamers. Justin Glad was really good. Again. Justin Glad was fantastic. Matt Doyle was like, this Justin Glad kid is okay. Yeah. Uh, and, and then it's I was not like, ha, 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 Matt Doyle's never heard of him. LOL. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was fantastic against Tijuana. He was fantastic in reserve games before that. Do you think he, then. like, gets some minutes at some point with the first team this I year? Th- I this think year? at some point it's hard to pass him up. I d- who, glad? Yeah. So here's the thought, because, and I know you guys are going to be like, oh, you're picking on him, because I always say that. Chris Winger? At some point, you go, hey, Justin, let's see what you can do. I like, think you put him, him on the bench and give him that opportunity, particularly against FC Dallas. I think that's the kind of thing you have to, like, be either really winning a game or really losing a game. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you got to be up by two or three goals and then bring him in for like, the last, I thought, like 15 I thought minutes. They, I thought they would throw him in against DC because yeah. he was on the bench and we were up so heavy so early. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's an option, though. But it, I would hesitate just because, even though he's really good, he's 17, and it's not really like a position of need. Like, we're not... Diego Fagunda is 17. Yeah, but he's also been playing professionally since he was 14, so... Oh, and he's a striker. It's a little different when no, it's a striker. No, I was just kidding. That yeah. was just me. No, With just, a striker, I, you can take those risks, I think. We don't need to. We don't need him. You know what I mean? No, it, but, we're not but maybe and it's it also, benefits him in the long term. And it might be an upgrade. It, if he comes in and just kills it like he has been. He could, or he could cost us a game in the playoff stretch. Um, That's the other yeah, thing that, to consider. It, it we're is. getting to the end of the it's game. It's something to consider. But can you comfortably say right now that our defense hasn't cost us a game in the playoff stretch? Uh, that's true. Uh, no, I can't. But I, it's it's a risk. You're giving yeah. the defense more of a chance to lose us a game. Yeah. If you play just sure, that's fair. That's totally fair. Um, I would. If, if I we were at the beginning that. of the season, sure. Beginning of next season, absolutely. Okay, it might sound crazy. I could actually see him coming in as a defensive midfield sub, not to replace Kyle Beckerman, but to to, to kind of bolster. Be him. like that second because he's played like well there with, too. Like they've done with Grossman. Yeah. Yeah. Like instead of a Grossman. Everyone says he's really good. Passing the ball. He's good everywhere. He's he's good in the pass. He's good in the tackle. He's good in interceptions. Like, what is he not good in? He, he's like 800 times the player you, I could have been, potentially, if I played from the time I was, like, in the womb. He could be really one of the good. players that features heavily Talk with the USL. Talk to the microphone, not to me. Could be one of the players that features heavily with the USL Pro Team next year. I... I I could see that this year. Uh, next year, I would not be surprised to see him getting starting minutes. Like regularly? From the get-go. Yeah, That's my bold like All of training camp to kind of impress. and. Yeah. I just think if he is on the outside Especially if in, Chris Winger's the expansion draft guy that everyone seems to think he's... <laughs> yeah, and, and maybe yeah. he is, maybe he isn't. I, I have no... I know, I'm just saying if that's the case. It's then, a crack, yeah. Then you have, no, you know, right. you have a guy you can take a spot. But that's where the USL Pro team comes in really handy is with guys like Justin Glad or guys like Sebastian Velasquez that are good enough to be playing but just can't seem to get the minutes well, uh, Pro. Velasquez or Salcedo? Both, sure. Yeah. Velasquez, Velasquez I think is, is, a is good case. enough and he's old enough yeah. that he should be getting minutes. Uh, he's not because he's just got too much talent in front no, of him. No. Yeah. He's not for a number of reasons. Yeah. Some of them personal. Yeah. Like, maybe. He was yeah, arrested for drunk driving and had like served time off because of that. 
and that put a serious damper on this year. Like, I'll give you that. And on yeah, top of for that, sure. But he's uh, very again. like for as much as we're like, oh, Luis is inconsistent. Sebastian Velasquez is really inconsistent. No and, offense. And what's him. what's the cure for inconsistency? Not being a bad more player. minutes. More playing, that's more consistency. Oh, this playing. Is maybe, and that's that's Perhaps. why that's why I say maybe you send him down to USL Pro and make him play there for an entire season because yeah. he would probably start on a USL Pro team. Oh yeah, he's... I think I think that Sebastian playing well in that Galaxy series made a lot of people forget about Sebastian before that Galaxy yeah. series. Uh, he he's an interesting case, I think, and we could go. He's back definitely and forth a talented player. I'm not trying to say he's not a talented yeah. player. Yeah. I just don't know if he's the player people think he is. That makes sense. No, I I agree. Like people that were oh Velasquez should be playing over Gill. No, that's insane. Correct. And if you think that, shut I, up. I think that's died down a lot in the last six months. Thank well, you. That's because <laughs> he was in jail, not for the whole six yeah. months. But yeah, and I'm not trying to mock that or whatever. No, it's but, um, but but his personal problems I think the cost USL Pro, sticking. What I'm more like interested in for the USL Pro is the players that like we. We think have that potential, but we just haven't seen it develop. Like yeah. Enzo Martinez, yeah, Enzo Martinez. and Benji Lopez. I think Joey USL Dillon, Pro could Benji be Lopez. awesome for Benji Lopez. Well, yeah. That's where he is now. No, is he PDL right now? Benji Lopez? No, he's USL Pro. There's that's right. Added. Or Real Salt Lake Reserves, which yeah. I just, like, how weird Still is that? Still can't wrap your head around? He's on loan, but he's not on loan. He's Well, I mean, I, mean, I get coming back, but, like, he's playing <laughs> in the same league. Kind of. Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> But not really. But it's like half but the, the league, MLS but the results, results count. They count positive for them, but they don't hurt them. Well, they don't win. It hurts them, obviously. Yeah. But, but MLS teams don't get points in USL, bro. Yeah, it's just, it's just such a weird situation. It's the we're in it together. Which is why I, yeah. I think that's going away next year. Oh, well, is, because everyone's going to require They're, making, USL they're requiring team teams that have an affiliation or have their own team. Yeah, it's a transitionary period, and I get that, but like, but it's I been think weird. next year the reserve league will not exist. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it will. Yeah, no, that's no. I'm saying that's been I'm concerned. not saying I, I'm not saying I think. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, yeah. No, I'm agreeing with you. Okay, I'm just not used to that, so I was kind of confused. <laughs> Trevor, no. should we take your temperature? Yeah. So let's no. do predictions and then answer Francesco's questions. Okay. We're not taking another break. I want to. I think Charles asked a question too. There's a few questions here. Yeah. So mm-hmm. predictions. Uh, three nil. Do I get to go first? Three 0 Yay! For us, yes. Wow, you were really excited to do that. Like you threw your hands in there and everything. Like I just don't care. And uh, um, Justin Glad gets all three goals. Nice. Coming on as a striker, partnering with Jaime, who starts uh, and gets like three assists. three assists and three wrongly called offside goals. Okay. Like tripling Luke Mahalan's impact early in the God, season. I hope that doesn't happen. You're. Being a little ridiculous. I want it to be three I'm Justin Glad goals and three like ridiculous Justin Glad goals, like a volley like Zidane scored in the Champions League final, <laughs> and, then, and then like a bicycle kick off of a corner like Wayne Rooney did against Manchester City. Just like three insane goals. What would the other one match. be? Uh, like David Beckham's midfield goal that he scored when he was oh. like seventeen. I was thinking like a uh, like a really strong, oh, no, powerful header like from that outside Bashik the area. Player called it, tried against Arsenal, but that. It actually went in. Demba Ba? Right from kickoff. Yeah. That thing hit the post, too, man. That was yeah. terrifying, I'm sure. Yeah. That match. But sh- hasn't Chesney allowed a goal like that before? I don't think so. Not for kickoff. Pretty sure he has. Because I think that's why Ba tried it. Not, no, I don't mean... I don't mean for <laughs> kickoff. I, I think he's... he's Italy. I think he's actually just been beaten from, like, midfield a couple of times. Yeah, it's happened once or twice. 
How did Tim Howard be the player from midfield? So I guess he is really oh, yeah, the greatest the wind, goalkeeper. With the win, that's right. And then he apologized to him after. Yeah. Um, I don't think he apologized. I no, think he, he did. Like... He, he went down and was like, shit, like, totally, like, my bad. Oh, okay. I remember afterwards, everybody was like, why did you celebrate it? And he's like, because I'm a goalkeeper. That's happened to me. That's yeah. really crappy. That sucks. I'm not going to celebrate another goalkeeper doing that. So your yeah. prediction. I would have I would have celebrated, but <laughs> I'd be kind of a dick, apparently. So Your prediction's 3-0. Yeah, Justin Glad scoring off. I'm going to say, what did I say for Dallas? 3-1? to Because I don't want to predict that again, because that was bad juju. You can predict 3-0. Remember when we all predicted 3-0 three three and it came true? 3-0. 3-0. Uh, Legitimately, I know, three. I, 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 I know you yeah. just said. No, not three. No, we're all going to predict three. No, but I genuinely feel like that's a realistic scoreline. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the sort of match we're probably like pissed off against. How San Jose not score a goal against us at home? Um, that's happened before, I bet. I don't know. Um, no, dad. I don't think it has. Beginning of last season, at least not the last three or four. Yeah. Oh no, you're right. Two nil beginning of last season. Yeah. Sabo, the... uh, Sabo, and Plata. Yeah. That sounds about right. No, it wasn't Sabo. It was right, Sabo well, with both. Because it, it was the no-look pass for the first one. Yeah. And the Plata, Plata controlled it and lobbed it over for That's the second That's right. One. I remember. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I miss Plata Sabo. It's coming back. What happens when soon. Sabo and Plata are all, like, fit and going? Well, we don't know because we don't know Jaime. Four, three. Well, we don't know when Sabo will be fit. And I think that they probably explained to Jaime that he is not going to be first choice this season. Yeah, because well, I, I there's, think that, he understands there's that. that like adjustment yeah. period when you come in. Yeah, I, I think the he team knows that. God, it would be awesome if he came in and just started. But you don't bring those. in a player for three hundred fifty thousand, you know, on that sort of salary, and not expect him to make an impact of some yeah. sort. Yeah, whether well, I mean, obviously they've they've tempered expectations this season, but yeah, and, and but they've got to have they some. Play, here's an idea. I wonder if they could play Plata at like Javi's position. People have suggested that, but I don't think we've seen anything that that really warrants it. I saw. He, he doesn't have. Yeah, where we saw one game. Yeah. It was when he was playing a four-three-three, and Plata was the one who dropped back, kind of into that kind of creative position. Yeah. But that was only he only kind of did that few and far between. Yeah. I like the idea, but in reality, I don't know that it. I, I think the problem works. is uh, Plata would do really well at you know the edge of you know of the the attacking third. Yeah. No question there. It's it's dropping back defending. Um, in a concerted effort, yeah, because I mean, he he can make it like a good effort a few times yeah. a match, like coming back. He does really well. I'm but... sure he's a pain in the ass to play against. Yeah, yes, and maybe I mean it would change our dynamic, and maybe it's worth looking at in preseason. But... Yeah, I don't so know. we all say three 0 I said that, but now I, I don't really. I don't know. Three <laughs> 0 Yeah, we'll Are say three 0 Are you with yourself now? I am so. I'm going to say 3-0, but I'm also going to have a ballsy prediction, and that's that Sebastian Jaime comes on for like the last 15, 20 minutes and gets a goal. All three goals? Dude, no, just, be, just, all just three goals with one I would be perfectly shot. okay with like that ballsy in, prediction. In stoppage time, he gets a goal. Cool. Like after the game. If he scores a goal in his first match here, that stadium's going to explode. Yeah. Literally explode. I am so excited to see Jaime, even if it's just on the, on, like on the bench. Yeah. Okay, He's let's, like a let's see that. American Ned. Yeah. The beard and the hair. <laughs> yeah. It's true. I can't wait. Like if Ned was a soap Kay. star. So, uh... So we've got one question that's four tweets long. Okay. Thanks, Francesca. Oh, I thought that was four different questions. No. Shows you I actually... Well, it's... Right? it's basically... Okay, so question. do the other ones first. We'll save Francesca for last. No, there's literally only Francesco. No, no Charles no. asked us something, too. Charles, Charles said he was going, to. 
Charles, did you uh, lie to us? Cool, let me see if I can come up with a question for you. Hmm. That was it. <laughs> That's it. Oh, well. Charles, you're a dick. No, wait, his <laughs> question was podcast tonight? The answer is yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. Okay, so what's Francesco's question? Francesco's question is, uh, which 11 do you protect from the upcoming expansion damn draft? Damn it, Francesco. God damn it. Hang on. And if you could pick two players to lose to the expansion draft, which two? And then, could expansion draft be blessing in disguise, like when Will, Fabi, and Olave left? Um, Jameson Olive. And that's it. Well, then he says podcast, podcast questions. I listen to every podcast. Keep them coming. We appreciate that, Francesco. We're sorry about all these Italian insults. Really, we're not aiming that at them at you, just at Trevor. We're aiming them at that Italian guy from the home opener. Yeah, that's a good one, too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Was that so, actually Trevor? No, I'm just kidding. No. So, no, I actually missed that, and that's, honestly, I'm really upset about that. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> You guys could have been like, hey! hey, I, hey defending, bye-bye. defending! Calcio, Calcio. want to answer Grande the which 11 do you protect from the upcoming expansion draft? Armando, Schuler, Beltran, some other guys. I want to save that for a later episode. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Nick Armando and 10 like Ned Grab We were going to do like a post-season show about yeah. the expansion draft. Yeah, that, that, Before that's the expansion I draft, I, of course. I, I think we need to know what the rules are, because if you look at the past expansion drafts... It would just drafts, be pure speculation. Yeah, well, the, the rules have been... That's well, as good even as if we know the rules, yeah, Even if we know the rules, it'll be pure speculation. I don't think it'll change how, how awful we do, so... True. Well, no, but I mean, if they change like how many players you can protect, or what players have to be protected, Hello. what players you... Do, you know what I mean? <laughs> We, we don't know who has to be protected. We don't know how many we can protect. It would be cool if they we know let them take, like, past rights. So they could take, like, Paulo Jr., um, some other players. I'm Matthias sure they're going to take Paulo Jr. Matthias Mansala. Matia. Matia, whatever. Matia. He was obviously yeah. good. That Japanese guy that we had. Kazu Tanaka? Yeah. Tanaka. Tanaka, yeah. Tara Freddie Adu. I hear he's looking for a team. Yeah. He's not anymore. He's well, he in Serbia. Well, he'll be looking for a team in like a month. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, once he realizes that he's in Serbia. Okay, yeah, if we right. could pick two players to lose, who would they be? Oh, that's actually one. Well, we, we could do. Here, here's one we could do. Yeah, I'm okay with answering this one. Kwame Watson, well, Sierra, your and your Donny Alvarez. Now that we have your permission. No, I'm just kidding. Is that your two? Yeah, those are my two. Be my two. Oh, let's um, high five. My actual two. Something that we have to pick two from the players that are on the lo- on the roster right now. Well, that, yeah. we, that we think we actually probably have a chance of losing two. Don't yeah, just be like probably not soft. Like. Colin Warner. You can't lose soft. Uh, not probably not. He's a DP. He won't be. Yeah, able to you you have to protect DPs under pass rules, and you can't lose homegrown plays. So I'm um, going to say in news that will surprise no one. Rich Balch. Okay. Because he takes up a roster spot, and he's hurt all the time. He, he, played, he played 45 minutes in the reserve game, and actually. he probably has a torn ACL. Yeah. Not really. So no, the other team's really. going to take him? New York City's going to take that. Low well, salary, uh, and guy that, like very good right back? The guy that's the head coach of New York City was the head coach here when we signed him. So oh, I, I know, but you're giving all the reasons why we would be happy to lose him. Cole Grossman. Not really good reasons Ooh. for somebody to take him. You think Cole? I think he'd be a great selection for somebody. I yeah, think he I think might Cole be on the edge of what we can protect, too. a lot of teams too. in MLS. Yeah. Here's another one. Jeff Adnell. Yeah. 
I'm not saying I want to lose him. I'm saying I could see him going. Yeah. I wouldn't pick him as one of the two. I love Atanella. But I think that I wouldn't be surprised if we left him as an option because I think they like Lalo. Yeah. I like Lalo. But I also think that they're probably planning on Lalo being the USL Pro Keeper next season. Maybe. So they would have to keep Atanella. Could be, but do you protect two goalkeepers? Assuming that you, you only can protect 11 or You have 10. to protect Romando. Don't you? No, yeah, he's not yeah. a DP. No, but he's he not a DP, but you that. don't you let Orlando take him or New York take oh, God. him. Yeah. So yeah, Romano's protected. So then, do you then waste? I don't think some... you. Yeah, I think he probably wouldn't protect either. I, I, I can see Atzanella going to Orlando. He's a Florida guy. Yeah, that, from Florida. If if you had to, if there's one player on the roster that I had to pick to guarantee probably... not be protected, Atzanella's the one. I also think. Goalkeeper's probably one of the easiest positions to fill in MLS. Yeah. There's lots of good ones who are available all over the world. Yeah, and they've got Josh Saunders, who they probably see as a backup or starter. If they see him as a backup, then they're bringing in someone better. And Atanel's better than Saunders. Yeah, it's it's pretty even. He's not, like, way better. You know what I mean? When was the last time we saw Saunders play regularly? He was doing pretty well for us before he was injured. And he was was doing really well That was, like, two matches before he got hurt. No, he played, played wait, he played, how many did you say? Like two? No, he played like six or seven. Not not first team. Yes, yeah. first team. What was going on with Romano? He was qualifying. He didn't play six matches. I swear he did. Because he was like four Thank matches. In I remember he played hurt. way more than I thought he would ever play. We know his Wikipedia page is updated. <laughs> wow, he looks. He's already on a club that doesn't actually exist. So. Games played three. Three is six. Look, really? it's a three next to a three. That makes six. No, game played, yeah, three. Okay. All right. And he was he was good. You were yeah. more correct than I was. He wasn't great. He wasn't. He wasn't <laughs> that's a really interesting way of saying it. has not been bad. I mean, the Seattle match was not on him at all. No. Yeah? No, is a good keeper. I'm not saying he's not, but yeah. I, what I'm saying is for New York City, I think they're going to get a keeper that is far and away better than Josh Saunders. Victor Valdez. He's available. <laughs> I think they could bring in somebody actually pretty big, though. Somebody, somebody like that. Oh, God. Oliver Kahn. Yeah. <laughs> Manuel Neuer. Uh, well, that no, one's a little less likely. That's a little too big. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, there are going to be options for So, that. yeah, I would say my two would be Atanella because I don't think... I mean, he's, I just said he's a good keeper and everything, but I don't think we lose a ton by losing him. Yeah. And well. Chris Wayne. I'm going to go with Grossman and Winger. Even choice. Uh, Winger, like, probably on the edge of that protection. That question was two people you want to lose? Was that the question? Or two would lose. I, I, we're interpreting Francesca's question. If you could pick two players to lose to the expansion draft, which oh, two? Oh, like the two I would definitely pick to lose. Winger at Monsali? Yeah, yeah, I'd be okay with that. Completely reload at left back? You That's have Justin okay. Glad. Justin Glad and some, you know, reliable MLS left back? Sean Franklin? Yes. He's a right back. He could play he left right back. back. James Riley? Get AJ DeLaGarza? Oh, dude, if we sign James Riley. That'd be cool. No, that'd be the worst. <laughs> oh, my worst. Every time someone throws streamers, you'd be like, Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, should we Here, wrap the show up? Here's, here's, no, I haven't, I haven't said my two. I thought you did. No, I didn't because uh, I, you guys I just are going to get furious. <coughs> oh, good God. Is it if Schuler and Ramondo? No. If Schuler Sabo and Sabo. Jaime. If we manage to leave Grabavoy unprotected, oh my he fucking is God. Gone. No, guaranteed. 
if he's not protected, this he's question gone. was not who's not protected. It's like who would you be okay with losing? I. Oh. oh, okay, I'll stop, I'll stop, I'll stop. Wow. I would not be okay with us losing Gravel Boy, but I can see a realistic you scenario kicked off the net where Gravel Boy might not be protected. Okay. I can't. He wasn't protected last time around, but he he's improved since then. He wasn't the team last time around. That's true. That's true. We had Will Johnson then. We have Luke Mohan now. Hopefully he's not tired. We're going to kick you off the netcast next. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we lose somebody in our midfield for sure. Yeah. Like starting midfield. Velasquez, maybe. Starting midfield? We only have four starting midfielders. Three, really. And you like, protect all four of them. Yeah, you you protect Gill, you protect... Well, you have to protect Beckham and you have to protect Hopkins. You don't have to protect Beckham. No, 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 I'm sorry. Not a DP. You're probably going to protect Yeah, Beckham. he's like you Romano. Will. You're protecting. <laughs> I think whoever they pick should just retire on the spot. I think that'd <laughs> like be awesome. Brian Ching almost did. Yeah. <laughs> Beckerman is protected. Gill's protected. Well, and th- that's the thing. How Bobby. many people do we have to protect first? Well, Gill, I don't think you have to. No, you don't. Well, have if to, you have you, to protect homegrown players, yeah, you do. Do you, do you have if to he protect? Signs a contract. Here, here's here's the question: Do you have to protect homegrown players, or are they just removed from? They're the pool just removed completely? from the pool. So they're is not Gil's protected, like, but they're also homegrown? not able to. No. Yeah, he's like Gill's not a homegrown. No, he's not. Well, why'd you ask that question then? Context, I guess. Because no, I'm saying if you had to protect homegrown players as part of your ten, oh. we have like oh, FC Dallas couldn't protect anybody. I think they yeah. only got like three on the roster right now. No, they have a lot. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. No, I I don't know. They have the most okay. the, I they think the they most only have the like three or four. Like far and away, the most in the league. Okay, let's uh, on let's... the roster currently. Because yep. I know they've signed like eleven. Okay, let's kill this podcast, guys. Wait, who's your other one? Winger. Oh. Okay. Hundred percent. I, I honestly, I think Chris Winger's still a good defender. I do too. I, but, but I just don't think he's going to be here next year. I don't know why. I've I've accepted that he's not going to be here next year. <laughs> I think it's one of those weird things that I'm we've okay heard so much that we just think it's true now. Yeah. Like the Jaime <laughs> thing. Oh, Robbie Finley's leaving. Then then it didn't happen. Yeah. Everyone thought Finley was gone. Not everybody, because there was a bunch of people that thought Gil was gone. No, that's people who were hoping. <laughs> But most people, like, legitimately thought, me included, like, I thought Finley was gone. I thought Finley was a good option. I'm glad he's still here. Even if he didn't have the best match of his career last week. And you know what, man? That header was ridiculous. Yeah, that was great. That was probably our best chance the whole game, besides the goal. He was one of the only players, so bad. He was the only player, like, actively shooting. So, like, yeah, his shots weren't great from outside the area, but he was shooting. That was nice. Matt, it made me happy. Podcast been going? Like three hours. We're done. All right. Let's Is it really it. three hours? No. Okay. No. No. Uh, till, till next week, guys. No. More netical. Go team. The team. answer is Ned. Go Jaime. 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 You want to join in? Say Jaime. Uh, next week, guys. I'll see you later. Jaime. Jaime.